You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Jared Mueller. Get a hold of me at Jared K. Mueller. Hope everyone had a great weekend and hopefully a bearable Monday. For me, it was a long and rough one, and Mondays seem to be more and more difficult. And so it's good to be with you here tonight, this evening, this afternoon, or Tuesday morning. So if you're listening on Tuesday morning on your ride to work, I hope your Tuesday is better than your Monday and so on and so forth as we move forward in this NFL offseason. We've got the scouting combine right around the corner. I will actually be over in Indianapolis covering the event uh, for four days, and so I'm looking forward to that. Some great opportunities to meet some players, some coaches, agents, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. So a couple years ago, while I was there, I got introduced uh, or overheard conversation uh, as Jameis Winston's agent introduced his live-in babysitter. Uh, and so there's just some, a lot of cool opportunities that uh, you get to kind of experience uh, while you're there. And so last year I got to kind of make the rounds with a player, looking into um, kind of the walk where all the, the player goes in and meets with different um, companies um, that have their products there. Yada, yada, yada. So I'm looking forward to the NFL Combine. But today, we're kind of focused on uh, Miles Garrett. And so uh, he put himself, sort of, in the headlines this weekend uh, when the video on ESPN came out of him asking for the Dallas Cowboys to draft him, to trade up, to draft him, so that that he could play for his hometown team. And obviously that brought out a lot of attention uh, to the situation. Later found out that that video was about two months old. Um, and part of it was a conversation uh, similar to Mitch Trubisky, who uh, had stated he wants to play for the Cleveland Browns because he's from Mentor. And that was a team he grew up loving. It's the same thing that we saw from Miles Garrett in this video. So, um, while it's been the talk of uh, local sports radio and should we not be interested in drafting him now, you know, I think the reality is if if that's the worst thing, that he wants to play for his hometown team, then I think we might have a winner there, guys. Uh, and so I think we should just kind of realize kind of the world that we live in. If any of us as Browns fans were talented enough lucky enough and whatever other term we want uh, to be drafted number one overall. And someone asked us who we wanted to play for. 
We might have been trained for the answer to be, whatever team drafts me, I'm going to play for. But the reality is inside, we are probably saying, I want to play for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, that's what my dreams were. The Browns, the Cavs, the Indians, and the Buckeyes, right? And so the fact that Miles Garrett uh, wants to play for the hometown Dallas Cowboys, who are also a very, very good team, shouldn't say too much. Garrett also came out later to make sure to clear clarify um, his statements. Um, and he obviously stated that he wants to play for the Browns because they have the number one overall pick, and he wants to be picked number one overall. So I think, Browns fans, we can go ahead and just let this one go. We can decide not to make too big of a deal of this. Unlike in the past when players have either said or their family members or, um, you know, those kind of people have either made statements or whatever. Devin Smith, the wide receiver from Ohio State, his mom uh, said she didn't want him to play for the Browns. And so, you know, those kind of statements, while again, it's just his mom, you know, those we can put a little bit of weight to. The reality is uh, Miles Garrett shouldn't be judged based on this video that was two months old because he was asked a question that all of us would answer, most of us would answer with the Cleveland Browns. So we should go ahead and just let that one go, Browns fans. I think we're reading too much into uh, a nothing story. But Miles Garrett is the center of attention for the Cleveland Browns. And so the question becomes is, why Miles Garrett? We had reports earlier that the Browns, uh, I believe it was ESPN, uh, reported that the Browns had an astronomical grade on Miles Garrett. The question is, does that fit? Does Miles Garrett fit with what we saw from the Cleveland Browns last year? The type of players that they want. Let's take a look. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions? More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. So does Miles Garrett fit? We have basically three criteria that the Browns have kind of laid out, not directly, they've not stated these things, but they've pretty much laid out three criteria for their players. The first is a high character guy, a guy that um, doesn't have a lot of off the field issues, a lot of off the field problems, uh, that just didn't seem like the type of guy they were looking to bring in, um, and so character especially with Hugh Jackson's history character seems to be something that's that's vital to this new organization this new regime does that mean they're going to look for angels no but I think distractions off the field uh, are you know red flags like that are going to be a concern for the Browns we've heard nothing but positives about Miles Garrett's off uh, the field uh, personality character um, doesn't have Twitter, studies dinosaurs, um, looks to give back, uh, tried to raise funds when there was a natural disaster. I mean, just that kind of character guy. And so does Miles Garrett kind of check off the first box for the Browns? Absolutely. 
at least based on everything we know. Now, the Browns are going to have more of an opportunity uh, to interview his middle school teacher and his coaches and uh, just kind of get an idea of who he is on, on the back end. But most people would be very, very surprised if they found anything that would be concerning enough to take him out of the number one spot. But it's important that we remember that character is going to matter to the Browns. Now, does that mean they're going to take people completely off their boards because of character? I think that obviously depends on how bad. I think you can go ahead and say that uh, the running back out of Oklahoma, Mixon, is off the Browns board. I think that's just a fair statement. It's possible that D.D. Westbrook, his teammate, teammate, is also off the Browns board uh, based on both of their histories. But that doesn't mean the Browns will take them off the board. But when you're looking at value and you're looking at what the Browns value, their character does play a role. Miles Garrett crosses all of those things. The second thing the Browns seem very, very uh, transparent about at some level is the Browns highly value quality, quality measurables. What do I mean by that? You look at the players they drafted, Corey Coleman, Emmanuel Agba, Carl Nassib, Sean Coleman, uh, Ricardo Lewis. You look at some of the players they picked up, Tyvis Powell, Darius Jackson, a variety of other players. Brianne Body Calhoun, they all have these amazing athletic measurables. What that says, and I wrote about this on the OBR, the Orange and Brown Report, what that says is the Browns believe in their ability to coach up talent. And so if someone runs really, really fast, has really, really long arms, uh, can use his hands really, really well, is really, really strong, like Spencer Drango is pretty strong, the Browns believe in their ability to coach up that natural physical talent. So Miles Garrett, yep, checks all of those boxes. Six foot five, 280 pounds, can run like a deer, uh, can tackle, long arms, just everything you're looking for in a physical freak of a player. That's Miles Garrett. And so when you talk about an astronomical grade, you you can see just based on some of his measurables why Miles Garrett could have that kind of astronomical grade for the Cleveland Browns. When you look at a player that's six foot five, when you look at a player who uh, just turned 21 less than two months ago, so he's still possibly growing, could end up in that six foot six, six foot seven even range, but long and lean, lots of muscle, you're talking about a player who is highly impactful based on all the things that are measured. And then you coach them up. You put them in position to be successful. And so when you put a six foot five, six foot six um, Miles Garrett next to an Emmanuel Ogba, I'm sorry, not next to, across from a six foot four, six foot five Emmanuel Agba with his long arms and his power and his speed. And then you have Danny Shelton in the middle and whoever else lined up. You have a lot of physical talent on the field. The Browns are going to like measurables. But unlike, let's use Vernon Golston out of Ohio State, the Browns aren't stopping at measurables. And what I mean by that is all the players that I listed 
who had very good physical measurables also produced on the college level. So whether it's Darius Jackson, Tyvis Powell, Corey Coleman, Emmanuel Ogba, Carl Nassib, while those players measure very, very well, they also produced. So that means they took their measurables and were able to kind of translate them on the field. And so that shows the football IQ, football ability that the Browns are going to want. That doesn't mean they're the best players at their positions, though they seem to like award winners, but it does mean they are players who can produce. And so when you look at some of uh, Miles Garrett's game log from last year, you see sack, two sacks, sack, four and a half sacks. Um, some of the stats on ESPN are not actually uh, up to date for last year. But you look at the year prior, two sacks, three and a half sacks, sack, 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 two sacks, one sack, another sack. You see a player who is highly productive and highly impactful. So when you're talking about a defensive end, an edge rusher, you're really not talking about number of tackles. You're talking about sacks. You're talking about quarterback pressures. And you're talking about someone who can be disruptive. And that's Miles Garrett. That's somebody, he is someone who has played an amazing role in college where teams could, because Texas A&M doesn't have a good defense, could run away from him, could double him, could triple him, could chip him, could use a back, could use a tight end, could really focus on him. He was still able to make an impact. And so when you look at the three kind of characteristics of what a Cleveland Brown is, under Sashi Brown and Hugh Jackson and Andrew Barry and everybody else, Paul D. Podesta, it's good character, high physical traits, high production. Miles Garrett fits all of those. Does that mean he's locked in as the number one overall pick? I think we just have to be really honest about the fact that I don't see how it could. While Miles Garrett, most people assume he'll be the number one overall pick. It's very possible that this Browns organization could decide that they need a quarterback over everything else. I just threw up a quick uh, four-round mock draft, assuming that the Browns go with a quarterback at, at number one, and it's really interesting what we end up seeing. In, in my mock draft, I picked Deshaun Kaiser. Again, it doesn't mean that has to be the guy. In the end, it could be Kaiser, Trubisky, Watson. He'd be my guy. Maybe not at number one. I might want to try to figure out how I can get Garrett and Watson. Um, or even Pat Mahomes, who seems to be rising up. When I say draft boards, please know I don't mean the team's draft boards. Theirs aren't even close to set. But there seems to be rising up a lot of analyst draft boards. And so if they go quarterback at number one, what's interesting is the Browns may have a lot of options for edge rushers at number 12. In this case, I got Derek Barnett, the defensive end out of Tennessee, highly impactful, kind of checks all of those boxes uh, as well for the Browns. Uh, six foot three, 265 pounds. So again, a couple inches shorter, um, a little bit younger, about six months younger uh, then Miles Garrett, still very, very impactful, uh, still able to play with his hand on the ground, could be able to uh, play uh, the outside linebacker position in a 4-3, uh, 
but again, looking at his stats, two sacks, two sacks, one, one, three, one, 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 one. He showed up all the time. And so while most people are sold that it's Miles Garrett or no one, it's possible that the Browns decide that they need a quarterback over everything else. You can call it reaching, but with the number 12 pick, with two picks in the second round, I think it's easy for the Browns to be able to, quote unquote, reach to make sure they get what they want, knowing that they're going to be able to add a very, very talented player at number 12, maybe at the same exact position. Again, the equation is pretty simple, and you guys know I'm kind of an equation understanding kind of guy. If Miles Garrett plus the number three or four quarterback on the Browns board, is less than their number one quarterback and their second, third, or fourth defensive end, then they have to go with the quarterback number one. They just have to. Not that I want them to, not that, nothing. But that's that evaluation that they need to figure out is how do they get the best draft available? It's great to always talk about best player available. You guys know I broke down kind of different ways of drafting. But overall, they're trying to put together the best team available. And if that means a quarterback at one and the second, third, or fourth defensive end, instead of the best defensive end and probably the best player in Miles Garrett, and then hoping for the second, third, fourth quarterback at number 12, that's a decision the Browns have to make to have the best team available to them. What do you think? Do you make a big deal out of Miles Garrett's video? Do you see what I see when it comes to the Browns pickups so far, that they're high character, high measurables, and high production? And do you think that means they have to draft Miles Garrett? Or does the idea of the best draft available, again, not assuming it is, but the best draft available, is that more important than them getting the best player available with the number one overall pick. Get a hold of me on Twitter at Jared K. Mueller. That's at J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Remember, you can subscribe through Audio Boom and on iTunes. And if you are involved with a local business looking to advertise to thousands of listeners per week, you can also get a hold of me on Twitter and then we can connect uh, you through the process as a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which has been the fastest growing podcast network in the nation. Again, thank you for stopping by and go Browns.